Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla, and today we are joined by another guest, second our special guest, Josh, who we also happen to work with. We'll be working with most of the guests that appear on this podcast. Eli was a special case. They are, you know, semi a convenience thing, but, you know, they have, they have stuff to offer, so. Mm. Yeah, when we ask people if they want to talk about Michael Jordan for 25 minutes, it's an not hour, a tough sell. It's not a tough sell. It's though. not, except Josh has opted to not talk about that. Too, too much Michael Jordan. He specifically asked for the Stan minutes. Yeah, that's right. Stan, I think, is a pretty interesting character in this movie, and uh, so I thought it was best to stray away from the main man himself and get on to the, the second part. Very good. All right, well, this is minute 11. And minute 11 begins with Michael Jordan stating the obvious, that he missed a ball, and it ends with Stan crawling on the ground over the dugout, which I have many, many questions about, but but I'll get there. How do you want to start? Well, should we start with the, the man himself, Stan? Should we? Well, no, chronologically, probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, so we've, we've talked about the interaction um, between Michael and the catcher. We have, at length. What really bothers me is, um, so when Michael strikes out, when he's walking off the field, he gets a standing ovation from the a crowd. St- yeah, okay. I have something to say about this. Sure. Because I knew that this was going to come up. Have you, or have, okay, so he's, he's gotten a standing ovation despite doing terribly. Yep. Have you, or have you not, and this goes for both of you because you're Australians, given a standing ovation for opposition players when they do something mm. impressive? And I'm specifically talking about centuries in cricket. Because uh, I've I seen have. it. Yeah, I definitely have. But I think definitely. that's more of a sign of so respect. Re- that's a sign of respect at their, performance, their so. performance in that game, not their performance in another sport, which I feel like the. Cubs. Mm. Like, I just watched the exhibition game, the preseason game that they played against the Cubs, and the Cubs, everyone was booing his own players when they were taking catches that he could have got to. So mm. it was like the same thing. You're booing his, you're cheering his bad performances, but then booing mm. teammates' good performances. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's it was affecting him. I, yeah, I don't think it's that uncommon. Particularly in cricket, that happens quite a bit in cricket. Mm. Um, just because people appreciate, you know, feats. Mm-hmm. Players retiring. Well, it's not uncommon when someone retires that they'll get a standing ovation if it's from the opposition crowd. I think Kobe probably got a few. <laughs> I'm quite on that. I'm, I'm curious now. This I, I spend a lot of time on this podcast Googling what Kraken says. After he says it, to make sure he makes he makes some wild assertions. Let me tell you. <laughs> Even if you're not sure about something, one might always just go for it anyway and live with the consequences. Well, that's what Michael Jordan did, didn't he? By going for it, knowing that he <laughs> he may not have had the best ability to play baseball, but at 31 years old, I'm pretty sure it was. Was it 31? Yeah, he went out and he thought, why not give it a go? Yeah. Fail, try, <laughs> fail, fail trying at least. What bothers me is that I reckon he would have hated that. So someone as like competitive and talented as he was, the fact that he's getting cheered after striking yeah. out, he'd be like, "This is ridiculous!" Yeah, like, for sure. You know, so I just did. Uh, nearly swore. We we swear. 
You can you can swear. We're just you know we're not sailors. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, you know, keep it after a shit performance, basically. Um, getting cheered, you would be like, "This is ridiculous." You would be so ashamed. But you know, it's a movie. It's not real. Life. I don't know, but he also really loved people pandering to him. True. So, wish there was three different people, four different people pandered to him in the one yeah. minute. Just that. Yeah. But why he was good is so good was because he set ridiculously high benchmarks for himself. Yeah, but that's from a personal standpoint. Yeah. Like, I can handle being tough on myself when someone else is mean to me. No, no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got enough of that internally. I don't need your nonsense. Well, what is it? Would you rather be booed for performing badly, which... Mm. So, like, I can put my hand up when a team that I support's performed horribly. I've booed them coming off the field because I've paid my hard-earned <gasps> hard money to watch them be professional athletes and perform yeah. to at least if they're not going to perform to the best of their abilities mm. at least try so when you get the sense that they're not trying oh yeah yeah you're right okay yeah when, when they're not trying so then on the opposite everyone knows that this is a game that he's kind of out of his depth playing but mm. he's going out there and trying yeah. his best so that, just just, that could deserve a superstar status of him at the time how he's just like this transcending figure that was just like people were just so in awe of him still well that brings me flawlessly to my next point so you know what I, what bothers me about this minute don't you it's pretty I don't know if you know this about me Josh but you would know the brown nosing of the pies no 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 it, it bothers me even more than the brown nosing Okay. You've taken too long. Obviously, your attention to detail needs some work. It is the guy wearing the Oakland A's jersey. In the crowd. In the crowd. Uh, uh, it is my one of my oh, biggest uh, pet peeves about sporting events. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, who, people that. who wear the apparel of people who no. love teams who aren't playing. I don't, hate yeah, it. I, hate it. Yeah. I personally I don't. don't I personally yeah. don't mind that because say you're especially in America, like it's such a big country. There's cities everywhere. So say you had to go some, work, move somewhere else for work, mm. and, you're, and that person was a massive Oakland A's fan. They but they live and breathe baseball, so they're going to go. But they also want to support their team. But their team's but not they're playing. not supporting their team. But, yeah. No, but they're supporting the. They're supporting the sport of baseball. Oh my god, I'm not on board. I'm so see what? Not no, on no. Board. See what my pet peeve is in terms of sporting merchandise and how people wear it mm-hmm. is when you see someone wearing Boston Red Sox hat and then an LA Lakers jersey. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's terrible. I that's remember the there was. Worst. I remember one time North Sydney Oval with the cricket. And there was some guy walking around in that exact attire, and people were booing him. And oh yeah, so they should possibly throwing yeah, plastic yeah. cups at him. Josh says, as the person who <laughs> threw the plastic at him. Guilty. <laughs> no, 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 I agree. I can, I will stand for something like a Red Sox hat with a Celtics jersey. Yeah, that's like, I'll fine. I'll tolerate yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. Not happy fine. about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, Boston. But it's also like, you, I love Boston. you know, kids and even like with children, whatever, where you like, you know, you do you, Pikachu, but like grown ass men, that is way too much sports. We don't, we don't children don't always get well, what's your what's, what's your outlook on men flaunting sports attire like in, general, in general? I'm I'm generally not a fan. At sporting events only? At sporting events, yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, and to and from. In obviously. Australia, it's all about the NBA jerseys. So I know multiple people who I know know very, very little about the NBA, but then they'll like be wearing NBA singlets around. Well, how many people? like, you know, Kevin Durant, like, 
life. I bet you don't even know who Kevin Durant is. <laughs> anyway, what bothers me a lot. Okay, so so we're talking about the whole point of this was Michael Jordan, how he basically transcended all. Dear Jesus. I apologize to our listeners. We have a vacuum cleaner incident going on at the moment, so if you hear a bit of background noise, hopefully I can figure out how to edit it out. But if I can't, then it's the vacuum cleaner. So we had it in a previous episode, and we didn't realize it until like many, yeah. many moons later, which we apologize for. Um, but yeah, our cleaner has been a bit. Um, we love you. We love you. If you're listening, he's um, great. Well, I'm sure you will be listening. We, but, he's, we do love you, <laughs> but he's wildly enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, okay, let's start. Regroup, regroup. Just so, need that on-air sign out the front. So I know, yeah. we, <laughs> we have to get one. Um, but so my, my drama is, is that in the crowd, there's two, there's two signs. I think if I, the two that I remember is it's like, we heart Michael. And the other yeah. one says like, we love number 45 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nobody's actually wearing any Bulls gear either. No, that's And that's actually surprising to me. Like, I don't like it. I would not be a fan of it. I there would have been people wearing Bulls gear to use baseball games. But it's just so, like the laziness of these producers and the stage crew. I'm sorry. To make it realistic. Jessica. Yeah, to be more realistic about oh, it. If you're going go to go to see our, Michael Jordan, surely. back to our girl. Oh. <gasps> Marlene. Marlene. Yeah. Oh, damn it, Marlene. Marlene, she's the costume designer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's she's our favorite person to discuss on this podcast. We'll probably talk about her as well, often Michael, as we yeah. talk about as, as often as we talk about Michael. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now she's really disappointed us. But but like the signs even, and you have to follow a directive. So I'm disappointed in everyone. I think it's. But yeah. could it be because the game it. wasn't like a professional game? Wasn't it like sort of like the. It was like the second yeah, division game. game. So that yeah. made me, you think that more sort of like halfway fans oh, were yeah, yeah. turning up. It's yeah. Not, yeah, exactly. It's not your full-blooded... The whole point, like, so give me a standing ovation and everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. Makes the impression that, like, you know, 90% of them are there just to see, to see Michael in the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then they don't even flaunt the the jerseys. I'm very disappointed. Stupid, stupid do we know where, Do we know where the game is being played? I'm going to assume in Birmingham. Hmm. No, we, we talked about this, didn't we? They filmed it uh, somewhere different. No, but but the Barons, it's a Barons home game. Yeah. I it is su- Barons home I, game? I assume yeah, so. I'm assuming it's their home game, yeah. Because the owners, the the owners are in the crowd, or the owners in the crowd. And he, I suppose he does get driven home after the game. He does. Spoiler yeah. alert for the next, oh, next oh couple of minutes. Oh, my God. Sorry. People might not know what comes next. Mm. <laughs> they watch him minute by minute as we, they watch him minute and they listen to us. They must. It must be very exciting for them. <laughs> So many spoilers. Um, speaking of the owners, do you know? You wouldn't know because I'm pretty sure this was just an American thing. Um, do you know where the mother's from? Not the mother. I've just messed it up. The, the, wife. the wife is from? Why? No. Oh, you're not going to know my reference. See, does she know, so she's not a like a high school sweetheart, or she is. Are you talking about the actual wife or the the actor? The actress. The, the actress, sorry, the owner's wife. Oh, owner's wife. Yeah, the redhead. I think meant Michael's wife. So the actress. Oh no, she's many, many moons away. Okay, no. Yeah, the actress. No, no idea. She is from a beloved show called The Torkelsons. Mm. I know <laughs> your face <laughs> with your disappointment. Her name is. I've looked this up. I've looked this up. Her name is Connie Ray. Okay, and yeah, this was a show when I was like a, a kid. Oh my god, I was young when it was. On. I don't know if it was like syndicated or whatever. 
that it was about this like really poor woman li- living in the south who had one, two, four kids, and like the husband had died, and it was about like how she was being thrifty. <laughs> yeah, it was very sad. Like the in in one of the episodes, like the oldest daughter goes to prom, and obviously they can't afford a new prom dress, so they have to buy her one second hand. Nice. Yeah, and then like that she gets embarrassed. What? Funny, you should mention. I wasn't gonna go into this much detail, but because you brought it up, there was like a nail polish stain on it, <laughs> and so the mother like sewed um like a flower over it so you couldn't see it. And then at prom, the girl who had donated the dress to like the Salvation Army was like, "That's my dress, and I know that because I spilled nail polish on uh, it." And she ripped off the flower. That's crushing. That was so upsetting. Anyway, it's like the scene from Cinderella when the stepsisters start tearing apart her dress. Mm -hmm. Oh Mm -hmm. my god! We have talked about Cinderella. Yeah, another spoiler alert for those who haven't watched Cinderella. Cinderella. (laughs) Semi-disappointed people out there. Josh spoilers. Josh is here, here to. I'm sorry, here to ruin days. I'm here to ruin days. I mean, that's that's how I'm taught. (laughs) Here to ruin days. Oh my god. Okay, and then. As we get to the owners, we get the first official introduction to Stan. Stan, my man. I thought you were going to do a slow clap. Bit, no. bit enthusiastic. I like it. Um, now, seeing as this is... Well, do we want to get really into Stan in this minute or really into Stan in the next minute? Nah, I think this is more... I would think that this is more setting the scene of... It is really Stan, of, Yeah, of, of Stan. Straight away. Stan. Mm-hmm. So, stumbling and fumbling, and yeah. it's just like and wearing all beige, like a human peanut. Yeah, immediately mm-hmm. sets him up as a character. It was like pathetic, and I know it's so sad. Yeah. You do it's that feel sorry for him, which I suppose oh, that's why I like him. We've all been on his level every now and then. So. Well, sure, we need to work on your self-confidence, my friend. Oh, no, it's there. But, like, I've got, I have empathy for people like that. Like, it's, I sort of, like, you just want to give them a hug and just help them out. All right, question straight off the bat for you. So, I would say he has three memorable, memorable performances. So, like, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, Jurassic Park. Dennis in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that is. And that's... number three, probably his probably most well-known now. Newman and Seinfeld. Correct. What? Where does his Space Jam performance rank in your head? Well, Jurassic Park for me is number one. Really? Yeah. Well, kind of has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, Jurassic Park was for me number one. Hmm. And then this, this might this might hurt some some listeners and oh, and, and the hosts. Oh, oh geez. But I was never a Seinfeld watcher. Neither, so, never, not once. To be honest, I've only watched my first. <laughs> I've only sat down and watched my first episodes of Seinfeld in the last fortnight, mm. just because my housemates. We're not qualified. None of us are qualified to talk about Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh my god, we we must have just lost a ton of listeners. Well, we get uh, listeners. Uh, we have a future guest lined up, uh, Duncan, who is an avid avid Seinfeld fan. So we can uh, we can talk about Seinfeld then. Oh, Pick his brain on uh, Newman. Um, I've got, I've got two other favorite. Memorable, yeah. Um, the Wayne Knight moments. Sure. Uh, and that is, um, I've just forgotten it. Oh, hold on. Toy Story 2. Mm, he does quite a few voices as well. Yeah. Mm. Who does he voice in Toy Story 2? The, the, the bad guy, like the, the person. You know, the one that steals Woody? Sid. No, that's Toy Story 1. 
You know in Toy Story 2 where Woody meets Jesse and... Oh, yeah, true, the chicken the man. The chicken, yeah, the chicken man, man. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. And, um, and Dirty Dancing. He's in Dirty Dancing. Is he? Yeah, he's like the, you know, when Baby and her family like first get to Kellerman's, and there's like that dude on the microphone being super irritated. <laughs> yeah, and he's off, oh, yeah. He's either, all these roles are either as an irritant or a, just a pathetic. Well, see, cause it, and we were talking about this when we talked about Danny DeVito a few minutes ago. About like how that must feel as an actor to only be given like kind of sad roles. You like pigeonholed is that? Yeah, but that's his character. Someone's going to play it. And he plays it well. So someone does. Oh, have I told you about my um my plan to take over Hollywood? Get excited! Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until I'm about ninety two, and then I'm going to go and take all the old women roles. Wow. Mm. Because there well, can't be that many super old women. Like the old woman that played. The old woman in Titanic. <laughs> you mean Rose? Correct. Yeah. The older version of Rose, not the um, Kate Winslet like, version. And and I wouldn't go for, um, you know, like McGonagall type roles. Um, who? Oh, that woman, and I love her too. The British actress who had breast cancer. God bless her. Um, anyway, like I wouldn't go for her style roles because that's like too many lines, and she's like a, a big actress. I'd go for sure. like the you know people like they need a grandma. <clears throat> To act senile in the corner. That would be my jam. So you, you want minimal lines and mm. plenty of airtime? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that would be my thing. You want, do you want to be that, like, sort of, I'm sort of going off comedies here. You want to be the old person that gives those quirky one-liners? I could do that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Friends? So you didn't watch yeah. Seinfeld, so yeah, you must yeah. be a Friends watcher. You know, like, Joey's grandma? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of okay. role that I want. Like, you just kind of rock up every so often... The old lady. Yeah, because you um, need an old lady, but you don't want to pay her really very much. We talked about the old lady in the um, press conference. Oh, we did. The racist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know that for sure, but we're assuming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some wild assumptions have been made. Um, But speaking of racism, can we talk about the caricature that is the Mexican baseball player? Oh, yeah. True. But yeah, that's all. But I just wanted to comment on it. are very strange. So one guy... I'm assuming he's on something because he's just like he's chewing tobacco. Well, the great, like great very, strikeout. Very petty, yeah. No, that's just because he's brown nosing, Mike. He yeah. wants to show enthusiasm to Mike. I interpreted it differently. I'm like, wow. This is that off. because of the amount of drugs that you do, Margaret? This I is a cry for help. Margaret's <laughs> mother. Uh, <laughs> so swearing's out the window, but we can talk about <laughs> recreational drug use, obviously. <laughs> Chewing tobacco war, shouldn't it? Chewing tobacco in it. Well, actually, we kind of have to assume it's just gum. It's a kid's movie. No, it would have been tobacco. Oh, it would have been tobacco, but it wouldn't be any. When the new Space Jam comes out, it won't be. Because now they're cans. Now they're cans. Oh, we can't even talk about the new Space Jam. Okay, well, so that's going to be in the wrap up. The that's got to be yeah. in the wrap up, and also, it's not happening, so there's that as well. Okay. Um, that was There's another Wayne Knight movie that I just. Notice that he's in is the rat race. I've never uh, seen rat yeah, race. Yeah. And again, he's the clumsy guy that just mm. you sort of like sit there and you you feel sorry for because good old Ron Atkinson's lost his heart that he was transporting yeah, yeah, across yeah, the country. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh my god! Wow, I'm gonna have to see oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> but even even when he's just voicing characters as well, like it's quite sad. Um, you know, sure. Even like the chicken guy, he's a very kind of sad, lonely character. And how much do I make the bald. chicken guy actually? Like the, he does resemble he Wayne Knight like a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he's a mixture of Wayne Knight and our IT <laughs> manager Herbs. Yeah. <laughs> that is just me. Yeah, Wayne Knight Herbs. Herbs crossover. Is. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's more the it's more the regrowth of Herbs. The, the, <laughs> the regrowth of Herbs. In terms of his uh, beard, love you, Herbs. Oh my lord, we do, we do love you. Um, I tried to find like fun facts or trivia on Wayne Knight, and that like is it really bad? Like. One of his, apparently, he's a big fan of Jennifer Aniston. Who isn't? Yeah, was exactly, say, that's... exactly, it's not really much of a fun fact. In his early days, he has worked as a private detective. That's interesting. Mm. Hopefully it's true. You were looking for, like, dark secrets, like mm. uh, like the Tim Allen um, drunk driving incident. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I've got some other comments. But I'll keep them to myself for the time being mm-hmm. because I really want to get to the next minute and um, some more information on on STEM. Mm-hmm. Are we going to ask the guest questions in this minute, or no. I believe he's coming no. back? So we'll save no. it for your last minute. Yeah, well, I guess you know the whole reason I'm, I'm here is to talk about Stan, and I want a minute where it's the whole minute Stan. So I don't want I don't <laughs> yeah. want I don't want the last fifteen seconds of Stan to have all my guest questions. So let's keep it for that. Oh, we, yeah, next minute there's there's quite a bit of Stan. And um, as we always do, 100% of the time, which means one for one, we ask the guest questions in their final minute. Okay. And this is not Josh's final okay. minute. Well, now we're setting a precedent, so. <sighs> oh, my God. It's like I'm so alone. It's time, for, uh, it's time for you to do your jingle, I believe. I refuse to jingle. You say I this won't... every minute, but you still get it out of you. I'm not jingling. I'm not jingling. You know what? We can never end, we can't end this minute until you jingle. I can't do it. Don't Christopher, we're in company now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but come on, it's I've known you guys for a long a while oh, now, so no, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Oh well you know, well maybe we'll play you like... a sample. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you Word do the j- time? That's not even a jingle, that's just two syllables that you no, put no, together. Two two notes, two musical notes. Oh my god. Anyway, not... it is that time. It is quite time. Um, time. So, gone with one from uh, one of the greatest NBA players of all time, Tayshon Prince. Mm. You can't say that every time. It was one a of the joke. Greats. It was a joke. One of the greats. Tayshon, you know, you want a ring, so, you know, you, you, know, he, he took you down, played it for a took, very long time. So Took down one of the most dominant duos in NBA history, so, yeah, so as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, you, your comments have value here, so... Everyone wants to be Michael Jordan, Prince said. It's just that staple of the game. 